Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read to what we did, and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Jami. And for this episode, we are going to be doing Spoilers Please number 257 for Marvel's Black Widow. Why so, why so soon, right? Why, why so soon? soon? <laughs> I think I've seen this. I think I saw this last year. Wait. <laughs> not, not, only, not only should it have been released last year, May 2020, but this should have been released like, what, five years ago after yeah. Captain America Civil War, for God's sakes. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. But anyways, so uh, Black Widow made a good amount of money over the weekend, opening weekend, $60 million in Disney+, Plus, $80 million in the box office. Good stuff, especially considering the fact that Black Widow is part of my summer movie draft. But so, you're not getting the 60 million from Disney Plus if that's what you're inferring. I know I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You it's know, also but, the first time uh, a streaming company has actually announced how much they made uh, on these uh, on these kind of deals and stuff like yeah. that. So they must be happy with the number. But doesn't doesn't it also mean that the previous ones they've had, like Cruella and <laughs> Raya and Mulan, kind of they're like the line, they're huh? like, yeah, we don't have to mention how much those made. Oh, but Black Widow? No, no, no. We made 60 million people. Yeah. Corella, I think they're happy with only the only the sign I would point to is like they're developing a sequel to it and stuff like that. Yes, but yes. yeah, Raya and definitely the the Mulan of it all was uh, end of last year. I'm sure they weren't that happy with it and stuff like that. But yeah, but they must have been pretty pleased with the sixty million. And my question is, what do you think they're happier with the sixty million from Disney Plus or the eighty or uh, in U.S. domestic and the international like a hundred something? Which one? Do you, which number do you think they're, they're happier with? The theaters, I think. I think it might be the sixty from Disney Plus because that's pure heroin, right? That's pure money in the. That They're is true. Everything. That is true. That you know goes I mean? like the, almost that's oh, that pretty much almost goes all to them. Yeah, I don't know if it's a hundred percent, but it's pretty damn close to hundred percent. Pretty close, right? Yeah. Besides paying out to some, I don't know, some foreign just I mean foreign servers, or whatever, whatever, and whatever. theaters and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're right. They probably are more happier with the sixty million because that's 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 pretty much money in the. That's bank. like a direct deposit. You know what I mean? That's like uh, <laughs> that's like like Cash App or Venmo without waiting for the. You know, what I mean? that's like yeah, just, just direct deposit, man. Okay, but before we get more distracted, Black Widow, Black Widow. So before we go into spoilers, let's go ahead and give you guys a recommendation, non-spoiler wise. Jamin, go. I recommend it. I mean, thumbs up and stuff like that. This isn't this isn't top tier Marvel. This isn't Endgame. This isn't Thor Ragnarok. But this is a very solid entry in the Marvel universe of it all and stuff like that. There's some there are some issues with it, especially in the third act and stuff like that. But but if this the purpose of this film, if the only purpose of this movie is to introduce David Harbour's Red Guardian and more importantly, uh, what do you call it? Uh, oh shoot, Elena and what's her name now? Cute. Oh, Florence Pugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, the, if if this movie does nothing else but do, those two things, it's done its job. It's well worth it. You know what I mean? Because they're fantastic. Yeah. They are fantastic. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll get more into the comparison with those two characters when we get to spoilers. But but yeah, th- those two, Yelena and and uh, Red Guardian, are are my favorite stuff about this movie. Uh, the movie has a lot of stuff that I did like. Um, I would kind of somewhat agree with Jamming that it isn't top tier, a third tier of whatever. Of the MCU, but it's very damn close. I was really close to giving it like, oh, this is one of the best MCU movies they've had. But, but the story-wise, there are some things I'm gonna have to nitpick, and I can't give it that. Mm-hmm. But, but for the most part, really enjoyed it. Action sequences are great. You know, I, I, I love the thematic structure of what this movie is about. I mean, who knew that a Black Widow movie could have this much depth? Like, mm-hmm. and this is also arguably the, the darkest MCU movie I've ever yeah. seen. 
right? Not not darkest as in light or shadow, but but darkest in like these are heavy stuff. There's, like, only, there's only one black actor in this. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> not only that, but like, will I show this to kids? I mean, there's some yeah. adult stuff here. I'm like, uh, is this pushing the boundaries and what kids yeah. can watch in an MCU movie? But mm-hmm. but yeah. But anyways, yeah, we both recommend it. So here we go. Going to spoilers. Here comes the spoilers. Here comes the spoilers. It is time for the discussion. To start including some spoilers. Here comes the spoilers for this conversation. Hope you are ready for all of the spoilers. Here comes the spoilers. All right, spoiler signs for uh, Black Widow and Jabingo. Oh uh, yeah, I'll just start with the positive. Like I said, uh, I'll uh, Yelena, Yelena, Yelena. Yeah. Uh, here's my analogy and stuff like that. If the MCU was like a basketball team, professional basketball team, and then the actors available in Hollywood are uh, what do you call our uh, NBA draft prospects, you would pick uh, Florence Pugh. You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. what do you call it? She has all the tools necessary to be like a big, big. Uh, MCU star or a big, you know what I mean, a, a, a carrier franchise. You know what I mean. Yeah. She can do comedy. She can do action. She can do drama. You know what I mean. All you know, she did. And all she can that. sing. She can sing. I'm not sure if you know this, but she started up as a as a YouTuber singer. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm proud of the fact that uh, we we've been uh, seeing her praises since what midsummer and also fight uh, fight with my family and stuff like that. Well, uh, to be she, fair, I I I saw her in uh, Macbeth, Lady Macbeth. That's where she, I first saw Macbeth. her. And and really? I'm like, well, she's amazing. Like, I like yeah. to see her in more stuff. And then, sure yeah. enough, she's living up to her reputation or to her uh, talents, potential. And so, she's fantastic. She is. Uh, what do you call? It? I think she's gonna be around for a long, long time. And stuff like that. In, so. uh, in the Marvel universe and stuff like that. She's fantastic. She's an I, I, I would say like it is awfully mm-hmm. brave for Scarlett Johansson to be playing opposite her because she steals everything from her. Yeah, yeah. Some of it's. Uh, I mean, some of it's the just the story of it all. The movie it it's kind of geared towards her because number one, she's the the younger sister. She's the more impressionable. She goes mm-hmm. through like maybe the, the 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 bigger arc and stuff like that. And also, she's a new character, so she's more fresh. You know, what I mean, she hasn't been around for like ten years and stuff like that. But yeah, she's uh she's great. She literally steals like the entire movie and stuff like that. Yeah, she's know? she has like she she brings the humor into the movie because you know you don't really want Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow, to be joking too much because that's mm-hmm. not her character. So you got yeah. Yelena who does all the joking. And her dry humor, the mm-hmm. delivery, spot on, spot yeah. on. The, the, the first scene you see her in, she is deadly. She's cold-blooded. That scene where she stabs the girl, the mm-hmm. other Black Widow, and then twists the knife and stuff like that. I was like, wow, that's brutal and stuff like that. And she does it because she's yeah, hypnotized, quote-unquote, like hypnotized and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's, she get, so she does that. And then from there, you know what I mean? She, uh, you would think it's just like, you know, oh. She's going to be an action thing. But no, she has like death. She has texture and stuff like that. Later on in that movie, the, uh, later on in the movie, that uh, dinner scene and stuff like that, it's yeah. heartbreaking. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly think that this card, it's a disservice of Scarlett Johansson because this is supposed to be her movie. But yeah. she totally, Yelena uh, Flores Pugh completely steals it from her. Yeah. I don't, uh, listen, we're Asian American, so we have a very tedious or a very complicated relationship with Scarlett Johansson. I don't want to play diss her and stuff like that. She's a very talented lady. She's sure. she can carry a movie and stuff. Like that. But this movie, it, what what they ask her to do, it's very well within her her Range. talent. You know what yeah. I mean? 
she's not really stretching herself like that. But yeah, she gets blown out of the water. That one sequence where uh, uh, Elena's making fun of her, the way she lands and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? How you whip your hair back and forth and stuff yeah. like that. It's hilarious. And then, uh, I don't know, I think uh, Scarlett Johansson was caught off guard by that scene because I don't know what her reaction was. I didn't get where, you know what I mean? So... I don't know. Anyway, it, it, but she's it very did, good. It did seem almost like like the whole the whole take was just pretty much on Yelena, and yeah. Scarlett Johansson was just like I don't know if the direct the director was just like okay, let's see your natural reaction from this, and yeah. it didn't seem like Scarlett Johansson had a natural reaction. It was just like yeah. what am I supposed to say to that? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's too good. It's too funny, right? I yeah. just oh, it's one of those, oh, it's one of those sequences where I, when I saw that sequence, I, like, I knew I'm gonna like the rest of the movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, I, you know what I mean? It's just like that really tipped the scale. Like you know what? This is this is gonna be a good movie. You know what I mean? And also, oh, I, again, I don't want to talk poorly of Scarlett Johansson. I don't think, I, but my hot take is I don't think she was the best Natasha in the movie. You know what I mean? The oh, okay. younger Natasha in the first 15 minutes and stuff like that. That 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 that, that actress was great. Oh yeah, you know I mean? she showed a lot more range than Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, yeah especially what you know about. Uh, how she got there and what's in her future. You know what I mean? With the red room out of all the hypnotize, the brainwashing, all that stuff. It's heartbreaking her, and you see it all on her face and stuff like that. She's fantastic. That, that opening, by the way, a fantastic way to start off the movie. Yes, you know, yeah, like yeah. everybody assumes this Black Widow movie was just all about her origin, but no, yeah. her origin was literally like a ten minute sequence in the beginning, yeah. and then that was it, essentially. Yeah. Like you, you got what you need to get, and yes. in a very condensed time, and you get all this information, and it's fantastic. Yeah. Well done. Well yeah, done. and I, you know, I do love it when the what do you call it? Uh, the the majority of that sequence is kind of like very realistic, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Very re- realism. But then they sprinkle in the superpower of all when uh when David Harbor, a uh, Red Guardian, flips that little uh, right. tractor over. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, the you MCU know, just kicks in like, oh, he just flipped yeah. the freaking thing, you know? It's like yeah. yeah, it's fantastic stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and like I said, going back to what I said, like I'm not sure how far like Marvel is gonna go with this movie. Where like you want kids to see that? Where you know she's like. Defending Elena, and she's like, "I'm gonna yeah. kill you! Yeah. I'm gonna kill you!" Right? Yeah. If you touch her, kind of thing. And then, and then they go to that montage sequence for the title yeah. for the title yeah. scene, and it's pretty much like sequences of like child trafficking, essentially. Yeah. And it's like this is like dark stuff for an MCU yeah. movie. Yeah. Since you brought it up, yeah, that was the other highlight for me and stuff. Like the fact that the the MCU, this Disney company, I mean, this Disney picture and stuff, is willing to go there and stuff. This is a hardcore. Um, a message, a movie, a mm-hmm. theme, and stuff, a tra- child trafficking, but also autonomy of uh, the female body. Correct. And yes. they, and, and, and directly to uh, uh, the reproductive organ, you know, the yep. reproductive system and that stuff too. like that. Yeah. Ho- and, it's not, and it's not like lip service, you know what I mean? Yep. It's a theme that's throughout the movie and stuff like that. It's, yep. uh, it, you know what I mean? It's, it's fantastic and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, it's, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to praise one movie and, and, and put another one down, but there are movies where it's like, they keep it. At, uh, they keep it. They keep the storytelling at a certain level. Like, hey, uh, women. I mean, girl power. You know, uh, uh, a seat at the table. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. a, 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 a woman's agency in the in in society. That's one thing. That's great. You know, it's fantastic. But the fact that you they really get into it, like a real topic. You know, what I mean? a real issue that's important to where we are in society today. Yep. You know what I mean? It's, it's it's amazing, yeah. I I was I, I same thing. Uh, I I found myself struck by how brave it is. It's genuinely brave that this is a Disney. This is a Disney movie for three yep. two hundred million dollars. They talk about child tra- child trafficking and stuff like that. You yeah. know what I mean, and, and this yeah. is purely show don't tell, right? Because they don't yeah. tell you outright what the theme of the movie is. But if you yeah. know what they're going for, you're like, oh, I I see that. Yeah. Oh, I see that. Oh, I see that. Like kids yeah. watching this, 
they might see it. Oh yeah, she was you know she was brainwashed, and that's pretty much yeah. as far as they're gonna go. But but this movie covers so much, like what you just said, of mm-hmm. of essentially like I put it this way: Drakeoff could have easily chosen men if he wanted to to be sure. like his yeah. slaves or whatever. But no, mm-hmm. he went for he went for girls. Yeah, things that the yeah you're right. Things that they really don't call attention to, but it's in there if you really look for it. Number one, obviously, the bad guy is is is, is a dude, right? Like so Harvey he represents Weinstein nature. Type, yeah, yeah. He meant he he mentioned he uh he represents the patriarchy. And even that opening sequence where you see you know President uh what do you call it? President Clinton, President Carter, all these other world leaders. Right. That's basically telling you, yeah, it's a patriarchy and it's global and stuff like that. You know what I mean? The fact that uh, he's willing to take the, uh, the the fact that he's willing to even use his own daughter as part of it to mm-hmm. to preserve the patriarchy. You know what I mean? Correct. That's in there and stuff like that. And something we've talked about before, where uh, n- not, most of the, most of these type of movies, like ninety nine percent of these movies, the bad guy is the is a driving force behind these movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're the one who's under, who doesn't who sees society as something that needs to be changed, that's corrupt and stuff like that. But in this in this case, because it's the patriarchy, the bad guy actually wants uh everything to stay the same. You know what I mean? Right. If you look at if you look at the way the movie's structured, he's not chasing anything necessarily. You know what I mean? He he likes the way things are. You know what I mean? He wants everything. He wants the status quo. It's the the heroes that wants to change. And 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 going back to what we were talking about uh, earlier, they uh, they want to change, and they 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 want to do it through violence too, which I think is very kind of you know very interesting and, and very brave and stuff like that. You know what I mean? They want to kick up the patriarchy in the in the face and through violence. You know what I mean? So yeah. That's all, all that stuff is interesting. All this is good stuff. Which kind of leads me to to one of the biggest complaints that people have about this movie. Oh, here we go. Which which are the villains, right? They can, oh, the villains yeah. are not very well constructed. They were yeah. there just for a brief moment, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. But he, I think I think the reason for that is because what you, exactly what you pointed out. The villain isn't necessarily Drakeoff or Taskmaster. Yeah. It's the system. Mm-hmm. The system yeah. that they are fighting against. That's the real yeah. villain. And that yeah. was seen throughout the whole movie. Yeah. This is a classic... This is going to be used as a classic example of movie needs versus comic book. Uh, what do you call it? the comic book source material? You know Correct. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah the the to serve the movie, the themes of the movie, Taskmaster and everything that she represents, everything she, is spot on. You know what I mean? It's fantastic. You know what I mean? And also, we should mention that uh, the Black Widow, uh, Natasha, the fact that she used uh, uh, another girl's life to get away. It's you know that works as a part of the taskmaster thing. You know what I mean? Correct. So yeah, so, so on that level, it works. It's fantastic. Yeah, and, but and I, I can see well, the sorry to cut you off there, but I can yeah. see also the comparison that 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 uh, the director said that oh this is similar to Winter Soldier because Winter Soldier I mean they have villains in it, but the villain really is once again the system. Yeah. Right. So but go ahead. Yeah. So so on the flip side is the comic book inspiration source material of all. And uh, what do you call it? Yeah, this is not the taskmaster of the mm-hmm. uh, of the Marvel comic books. Uh, I'm, you know, as you know, I'm a comic book reader. I'm actually a big fan of Taskmaster, like most people. You know, what I mean, he's a top tier villain. You know, what I mean, right. and this is not Taskmaster of the comic book because yep. the Taskmaster of the comic books he does it. He does the uh, the mimicking organically, and also he just doesn't shut the f up. He's one of those characters that does not shut the f up. He's very loud. He's boisterous. I just read a, a mini series where he'll. Yell out like, "Hey, this is Shang Chi's punch." You know what I mean? This is Captain America's kick I'm giving you right now. You know what I mean? He's very loud and boisterous, and this is not it. Are you gonna so, make? The, are you gonna make the comparison that a lot of people are making? Which is this what? is Deadpool from yeah. oh, yeah, X Men yeah. Wolverine Origins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and also, now that I presented these two things, where I land of this argument 
it, to be honest with you, and maybe a maybe a coward's way out. I, I'm giving it a push. You know what I mean? Because I get it's one of those things where I think they'll definitely bring back uh, Taskmaster again, mm. and you know who knows where they're keep the character. So, so, you know so I mean? you're going with the other comparison that people are making, which is this is the Mandarin from Iron Man Three. Yeah, something like that. Because <laughs> Kevin Feige is not is not a dumb is not a dummy. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And the fact that these last couple of years, well, with nothing else, we've noticed, we, we know he can repurpose and retool these these characters and storyline. Remember? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm thinking Thor the Dark World. You know what I mean? People have completely, you know, looked at it that in a different way. Ultron, same thing. You know what I mean? So I'm, it's a wait and see for me as Taskmaster. You know what I mean? I and guess. Also, I mean, I I don't think. What do you like? As a person who, as a person who didn't really know that much about Taskmaster, it's short of the, short, short, of, short of the cartoons and and some of the comic mm-hmm. book stuff. I I don't. I'm not in a hurry. I'm not in a hurry for them to give us like like the accurate depiction of Taskmaster in the MCU. I, I'm not in a hurry. I'm not in a yeah. hurry. I mean, we waited this long for Mandarin to show up properly. Yeah. I guess, quote unquote, properly. So I'm not in a hurry. Yeah, and the thing is, I don't think you signed that actress that plays Tas- Taskmaster for one picture and stuff like that. I think she's talented enough, and she'll she'll be around. They needed like one Russian actor at at least at least one Russian actor in a movie yes. full with quote unquote Russians. Come on, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. I just 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 wait and stuff like that. That, that was a little Fight. bit of a spoiler, though. That was a little bit of a spoiler because of the fact that yeah. in the top in the credit sequence, you see Olga Korylenko on the on the thing. Like, oh, I wonder when she's gonna show up. Oh, nobody knows who she is. Come on, <laughs> I knew who she if, was. Come on. Yeah, if you uh, if you were, if that credit was said, oh, the lady from uh, James Bond, then I would. Oh, then I know her. You know what I mean? No, if, I mean that's pretty. You know what I mean? Not you know, no yeah. offense, but yeah. But but you don't put her name in the title sequence and then not show her in the movie. Yeah. I mean, obviously she's gonna show up once in a while, and then you. Like, I'm oh, just it's saying, gonna be her. I'm just saying it's a it's a bit of a mouthful. Nobody's gonna remember that name. Just Bond girl. Then then people might recognize it. Oh, that's. I oh, guess. I guess. Yeah. Okay. But, we should we should mention Red Guardian. Okay, because 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 uh, that that is one of the best performances in this movie. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. You know, like he played yeah. he played the uh, what's his face played a good father in Stranger Things, mm-hmm. but now he gets to play a bad father in this one, yeah. and and it's a lot of fun still, a lot of fun. He's fantastic, and the fact that there's a couple of bits that he he does throughout the movie that I enjoy. Number one, the my, my most favorite bit is the fact that it's a phony or sham marriage. I love the fact that. Uh, uh, the two Alexei and uh, Melina, Melina, mm-hmm. or something. Like they're actually they're absolutely horny for each other. You know what I mean? That they right, are actually right. attracted. I found that hilarious. And of course, the other bit that he does is the Captain America of it all. Like yes, he fights, yeah, it's fantastic. It, and somebody it, mentioned this on on a, on a on a review I heard on a podcast. I don't want to, I don't I don't give him credit and stuff like that. His version of a dad is something that people can relate to. It's that version of a dad where you realize, hey. Your dad has interests outside of you and your family. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He has other things going on. He has other friends. He has other agendas that's outside your your family. And the fact the and that's what David uh, Harbour portrays. And he's right. So that's that's exactly spot on of what he does. And it's fantastic and stuff like that. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, I mean, it, it, but in terms of the family unit, I I don't think I think he had some relationship with with that family, but mm-hmm. it's got to still be a job for him. I would think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, at least they kind of bring them back. Do you, no, no, do you think it's kind of cheating a bit, especially with Melina, with Rachel Weisz's character? You know, like oh, they show up for yes. like an hour, and you know what? I, I changed my mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna help you guys. Yeah. You know, it seems a little much of a push. Like this this is the parts where 
where this keeps this movie from being one of the greatest in the MCU because mm-hmm. there are these little plot bits where like, yeah, really? Yeah. I mean, are we just going to yeah. buy that? You know. Since you brought it up, this is the part of the movie where uh, it shows the strength and the weaknesses is the cabin scene, the dinner scene and stuff mm-hmm. like that. On the good side, I'll, I'll do the good side first. The, the, where all four of them are at a dinner table and they just revert back to the family, the dysfunction family. And then Scarlett Johansson is trying to be adult in the room. You know what I mean? But they all fall back into their 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 their, their childhood stuff. That's fantastic. That's great. You know what I mean? Okay, so that's good so far. And the second part that's good is when they break off when uh uh when uh what do you call it? Florence Pugh. Uh, this is a devastating line when she says, "It was real to me. You right. were my mom." You, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, I heartbreaking, really yeah. felt that. You know, it's yeah. heartbreaking. And they they and she breaks off with David Harbor. And David Harbor tries to comfort her in the in in like the w- the way he knows, like he does that bo- bolsterous thing. You know, I mm. caught this thing with a poop thing, and it doesn't work, right? She's still she's still sad, and she's still broken. And then he he go then he does a thing where he sings that American Pie song, yeah, to show her that he did care, that he did have, that he did remember that song as they leave. That to me is perfect. That American Pie song thing. Literally perfection. It's as good as anything you'll see in any movie. You know what and I mean? That was supposedly yeah. David Harbour's idea too. Oh, really? Oh, he said he, he said he said he needed something for for Elena to connect with their past. Right. And the one connection exactly. they had was brilliant. that yeah. song. You know, literally brilliant stuff like that. Perfectly acted, perfectly directed, perfectly shot. You know what I mean? And it's really edited really well. You know, bing, bang, bam, heartbreak. Right. Now, on the flip side, is the stuff that you're kind of talking about. The other half was Scarlett Johansson. And uh, what call, what's her name? Uh, uh, yeah, Rachel Weiss. Mm-hmm. That one, it's just kind of that whole their sequence. Yeah, it's kind of all over the place. You know what I mean? It's kind of a little bit sloppy. And it's not edited very well. I mean, that part of that movie made the rest of the movie predictable because I one hundred percent knew after that scene. Yeah, they switch body. They're doing the face thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Did you feel the same way? Yeah, I felt the same way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that that leads to all the problems I had with. The third act, you know what I mean. That at least the fact that, like I said, I, I was ahead of the movie at that point. You know what I mean. I knew they switched bodies. I and the other thing I didn't like about the third act is this is already a flashback movie in a sense. And then that third act with him talking to the bad guy, mm-hmm. it's just like when you're doing a thriller and stuff like that, you get one big reveal. You know what I mean? There's like three reveals. Oh, there's you know multiple I mean? like, reveals. Have to go back. Yeah. Like there's no momentum and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's the thing I didn't like. You know what I mean? You reveal they like, switch by. You reveal that she, he has some sort of like a protection with the node. Mm-hmm. Then you reveal that that was her plan all along. It's like you kept. Oh, there's a taskmaster reveal. That's like four reveals in that one scene. Yep. You know what I mean? Come on. Yeah. That's too much. Yeah, but I mean, it had to. It had to. It had to serve the plot. That's the thing. It had to serve the right. plot. They couldn't find any way around it. That that just it happened the way it did. You know. So. Right. But if the inspiration for this movie. Is like the born identity. The boy identity. When you get to that third act, you get the bad guy gets one reveal, the good guy gets one reveal, and that's it. We start fighting. You know what I mean? Let's yeah. Come on, let's get it on. But this is an MCU movie. Yeah, it's got to be yeah. more of everything. More of everything. Uh, yeah. So that's that's like my biggest gripe with the movie is that third act. Like I said, it's just like, oh come on, man. We need some momentum. We need to go forward and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I did like the running joke where David Har- Red Guardian has this whole speech ready to go, like like his speech of apology, and then. It always falls because nobody's actually listening to it. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and then and then at the very end, it's like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna mess it up anyway. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I did oh, like yeah, that's that. A, since you mentioned that, that's a uh, that's another thing I admire about this movie. So we know that MCU movies they get filtered through these kind of like uh, genres and stuff like that. Obviously, this one is kind of James Bond and uh, what do you call it, Born Identity, right? Sure. But in the middle of it, it's also National Lampoon 
uh, vacation, right? It's like <laughs> okay. a road trip. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's a yeah. it's a comedy and it's a, a family and it's a road trip kind of thing, right? It's to me, I was struck by how amazing that is. And what I'm thinking about, obviously, is David Harbour sings like, "Hey, yeah, we have enough gas. We have enough gas. It's fine. Yeah. We'll make it to St. Petersburg." Yeah. And the thing crashes. And, well, and stuff, but, but, first of all, she dryly says, "Okay," you know, well, it's like yeah. it's that kind of a thing. It's like perfect, yeah. perfect. It's remarkable. It's, it's just remarkable that they can do that within these kind of uh, uh, action. They can find, they can slip in so many genres and stuff like that. It's remarkable stuff. Yeah, yeah. And and then, and then you also notice like there are certain scenes where the other actor kind of just stands back and lets the other person just ham it up. Yeah, it does mm-hmm. seem like maybe that was. I mean, I'm just guessing here. It was probably like sporadic or you know the, yeah. the improv it kind of thing. Like, yeah. oh, let's try it this way kind of thing. So it yeah, does, it, it's it'll... it's fantastic stuff. Yeah, the stuff that I think David Harbour, now that you've talked about, not, now that I'm thinking about it, it does feel like David Harbour, the next part of that scene was like David Harbour where he's talking about, they, does you know, did Captain America talk about me? The, the fact that he stopped both girls and kind of pulled them in to give them mm-hmm. a hug and stuff like that, that feels kind of like improv and yeah. on his part and stuff like that. Yeah, because yeah. Carter right. Johansson and, and, Yelena and uh, Florence Pugh didn't really have much lines. They were, they were just right, reacting right. to it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, they're just in awe of this guy he's talking about <laughs> how he... Oh, he he fought like uh, Captain America was when he right. clearly didn't. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, I was just waiting for that one guy to point it out. Like, like when did this happen? Oh, 80, 82, 83. Like, oh, Captain America was still in ice. You know, you know I was just waiting for that moment. Though? Yeah, waiting you hear the internet theory though. No, no. What's the theory? The, the internet theory would be would be kind of cool. It's like, hey, he might. What if he fought? Uh, Isaiah Bradley's Captain America. Ooh, I mean, I mean, yeah. I'm sure he can tell white and black. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know, but also the timeline doesn't really work out because it's '80s. I think Isaiah Bradley's probably in prison. Or yeah, like that, yeah. But, I mean, know. I mean, but it's first. It's you know, it's feasible that they may have another Captain America roaming around the world. You know, kind yeah. of thing. I have to say, but it's cute. But he's fantastic. Like, if I had to give awards for like best performance and stuff, I would give it to Florence Pugh and then uh, David Harbour. Correct. And. And then the other the other ones you can rank however you want, but those are too many other two, uh, two biggest uh, yeah. uh, standouts. I mean, I mean, Rachel Weisz was great too, but underutilized. You know, she yeah. she didn't really get to do too much, so you know, but she's yeah. good too. But but, what, but but what what you said was true. Like she has a very tricky role too, because she has to convince the audience that she's willing to to give up everything without yeah. seeing it, without showing it and stuff like that. Two decades, two decades, or two or more decades of her being loyal. And then suddenly, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it all up. Yeah, the key scene is supposed to be. I think it's supposed. The key line is supposed to be like when Yelena says, "Hey, they tested it on me and stuff like that." Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's supposed to be the turning point. And also, there are theories also online that saying that she might have toppled all this so she can be the new leader of whatever this. Wow! Look, so, look at the fans sticking like fans. Yeah. yeah. Also, <laughs> I'll find out real quick about the patriarchy, the, the 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 abuse of women of all. It's uh at one point. One of the Black Widows falls off the from the building, whatever, yeah. and yeah. she has to kill herself. Yes. And then the pig later on does the same thing. So yeah. that's that's not even a very subtle. It's a direct thing about how they view women and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, I'm point that out too. Yeah, and, and yeah. speaking of the assassin who fell off the building, um, I also give a award to the fact that they're brave enough to show pain, <laughs> pain yeah, and damage. It's painful. It was painful to watch some of those scenes where where they're getting yeah. hurt. You know, it's like like how are they still alive? Especially Scarlett Johansson. I mean, yeah, that's you know that was almost like a Homer Simpson esque fall, and she's fine. You know, it's like whoa. I think they could have done a little bit of work on that as, as far as like her, her bracing herself somewhere. Yeah, it's like a three hundred feet fall, man. She she can't walk that off. I think later on she they throw in a couple of lines like, oh, 
you, it wasn't random. You, you, we didn't pick an orphan by by random. You, we studied judgment material or something oh, yeah, like that. Maybe there's that's that, there's that. Yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, that scene stuck out to me in the sense that, yeah, she stuck that landing, even though. Like, like I said, 300 feet. Like, come on, that's a bit much. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, before before we wrap it up, I gotta also give a shout out to uh, what's his face, the um, the the black guy, the black guy. The oh yeah, black the black guy. guy. Yeah, Mason. 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 Is that is that his name in the movie? Because I, yeah, I don't remember Mason. hearing his actual name. It was Mason, really. Yeah. No, because I saw some YouTube videos afterwards, and they mentioned his name, Mason. Okay, so, so that may be a YouTube yeah. thing. But yeah, that, that I thought I thought all the moments with him was was pretty good. You know, I, yeah. I I really enjoyed that. You know, he had his he had his moments in in this movie by those mm-hmm. short scenes and fantastic yeah. stuff. Fantastic stuff. I yeah. categorize his his part of the movie same thing as Taskmaster. Uh, it's like one of those wait and see because I think he'll probably come back in some other TV show or movie because right because in, in the movie all he does is basically uh, uh, flirt with flirt with uh, uh, Scarlet Witch, right? And also provide kind of uh, vehicles and yeah. stuff. Like that. And also the other thing is, he, the other thing he does is, uh, pro, uh, pro, uh, 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 he's the other possible taskmaster, you know, uh, oh. uh, candidate. You know what I mean? Okay, sure. That's all. Hmm? Isn't he an actual character in the comic books, though? Yeah, he's he's a yeah. His character's name is Mason. But I'm just saying he's another possibility, like who taskmaster could have been. You know what I mean? Okay, that's the stuff that he served. Because the thing is, because if I judged it for actually what he what what the story provides. None of it really pays off because you know his whole thing was like, "Hey, I'm doing this for you," despite the fact that uh, what do you call it? What's his name is chasing me. You know what I mean? What's his name? Uh, uh, shoot, uh, Thunderbolt Ross. Thunderbolt, yeah, yeah, Thunderbolt chasing me, and that doesn't get really paid off and stuff like that. So yeah, so he's not he's in that movie for no other reasons than like I said, Flirt or Scarlett Johansson provide a possible uh, another uh, Taskmaster candidate and also to provide vehicles. So to me, let's wait and see. Let's see what that's what happens when he when he, when he shows up again. Yeah. Um. See what else we should we cover before we wrap this up? Um, wait, it was, I, have, I have two more things. Okay, go ahead. Uh, one, just real quick. Uh, one thing, uh, th- both of these things are sort of outside the actual movie, the quality of the movie. The first thing is, it's just great to see an MCU movie in the theaters again. You know what I mean? Right, 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 yeah. uh, I love MCU. I love combo movies. I love movies in general. Stuff like that. And to see an MCU movie after like two years, you know what I mean? It's fantastic. That's, a, that's great. It, I felt really good and stuff like that. And the second thing is, I saw this on a Thursday night. So the morning before, on Wednesday morning, I saw episode five of Loki. And in that one, there was an alligator Loki. And less than 20, like 24 hours later, I saw another movie that was kind of a, a Jason Bourne thing. And then the thing is, they're in the same universe. That's a remarkable achievement to me. You know what I mean? True, true. true. It's fantastic. I don't know what, I don't know, I don't even know how to articulate how what kind of achievement that is you know what I mean? it's a, it's 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 but it's something right you know what i mean yeah it's in the same universe and it all makes sense you know what i mean oh i, I do remember the other points i wanted to make okay. uh budapest okay i know i know throughout the mcu cinematic universe they've been teasing budapest mm-hmm. i will say i'm satisfied i'm satisfied yeah, with, fine. with this no no big flashback you don't see hawkeye you just see like the, the aftermath for budapest completely happy with that i'm fine with that fine. i'm done they can they can give it a rest now with budapest that's yeah. not um, the other thing too is the gap between when uh, when when the Black Widows leave in the plane and she's left behind. Uh, did they really have to do a hard cut? Like, shouldn't we at least see some kind of repercussion? Yeah, I know. That? I know. Yeah. There's that, you know. So I mean, I mean, right now we've seen WandaVision, we've seen uh, what was it uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and now this. There's a lot of hand waving the last few minutes of these of these of Phase Four. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Not, you know what I'm saying? Not, not even a scene where you see her running and then they cut the credits. 
right? Yes. Not, not, you're standing there. Like, Selfie. give us something. Selfie. Give us something. Yeah. And then Do you the, remember? Go ahead. This is a bit of a, a, uh, this is a bit of a tangent. Do you remember one of the great movies is, uh, 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 what, oh, that George Clooney movie. Oh, with Jennifer Lopez. Oh, shit. Now I forgot, forgot oh, what get, it was. Oh, get, get, uh, not get smart. Get short, get shorty? Get shorty or something like that? Is it get shorty? You know, I think it is get shorty. No, it's, it's no, not. No, it's not. It's, it's not. It, it's, um, I know what you're talking about. Go on, go on. But you, know, but you remember the end of that scene where there's a scene where he's arrested and then Chamel Jackson gets put in there just so they can escape and so he can help break him out and stuff like that. That's what the, the things imply. There should have been a scene like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't just go from, Thunderbolt Ross pulling up to arrest her, and then she riding up into the scene with the motorcycle. You know what I mean? Just, come on, man. What's going on here? Yeah, there's got to be. There has to be a thing. There has to be more yeah. than that. There has to be more than that. Also, yeah. um, uh, I, I know, yeah, I know this oh, is, a, I know this is a superhero movie and all that stuff, but but two big coincidences. Oh, by the way, out of sight. It's called out of sight. Out of sight. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know this. I know this is a superhero movie and coincidences. It's a whole part of the thing. When Scarlett Johansson is like falling through the floors. Happens to fall right in front of of, of a Taskmaster. Yeah, coincidence. Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. Other coincidence. Them skydiving through all this debris. Yeah. Huge coincidence. You know, yeah. it's like it's like I guess you're skilled, but know. It, you know, it's a little. And also, much, yeah. this is not one of those. This is not just for this movie, but it's like action movies, uh, Hollywood movies in general. Like mm-hmm. they, this is one of those other movies where they show too much of the of the movie in the in the trailers and the commercials and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I you can kind of follow where the movie's going by the by the trailer and the you know what I mean, I, you know. So I knew you know because I I don't know. It's just one of those things. Uh, yeah, the the ending, the the whole falling out of the sky. It's not that impactful for me because, like I said, that's I seen it in a trailer and stuff. I thought there'd be more to it than that, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's an yeah. amazing sequence. You know, it just yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, concept by itself is an amazing sequence. Yeah, you know, I I just wish they would have like played a little bit more with it than what we saw already in the trailer. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. another way of putting. It. Yeah, and there's a. I thought they. I thought uh, with Endgame, where they didn't show anything from the last act, I thought they would hopefully implement that more going forward. But it's, I guess it's very hard. You have to sell a movie, I guess. It but, does you know. seem like they're oh leaving it open for a sequel where her and her and Captain America go rescue their friends. Right. And they, and they, yeah, have they can do that. Basically, yeah. they're doing Rogue One. They could do a Rogue One like, oh, how did they rescue them? Well, here's a movie that explains how they rescued them. And yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those things where. People will say, oh, this movie has no con- consequence. It doesn't really matter. But it's one of those things where, like, they leave a lot of stuff open-ended and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I said, you never know. I mean, the whole thing with the lab in Ohio, you know what I mean? You're what right, happened there? Right. Ooh, yeah. ooh. It's part of Hydra, S.H.I.E.L.D. You know, there's a lot of stuff there. But, yeah. Yeah. And, and, but but the one thing that the movie does really well is it closes the book on Black Widow as the character. Yes. You know, and, and, and that at least she deserves that at least. You know, it yeah. closes the book. Like, you know her story from beginning to end. She's dead. That's it. You know, you got it. Yeah. You know, so I'm glad they did that at least. I'm glad they did that. And people have mentioned, like, as a, I don't know if I, as a criticism, but yeah, like, hey, like I said, this doesn't really, you know, she's dead and stuff like that. But if you're Kevin Feige, and the whole thing is that he's been trying to make these female-led movies for a long time, and he finally mm-hmm. got to, had to do it, and then Scarlett Johansson didn't get a real goodbye at Endgame. There wasn't time for it. Why wouldn't you make a movie like this? You know what I mean? Correct. You, you fill in some gaps. You set up some stuff. You get started. So she, Sarge Hans also got executive uh, producer credit on this. Mm-hmm. So she probably got what? Like a $35, $40 million paycheck? So it's, I think it's just good business too. You know what I mean? It lets other actors in Hollywood know like, hey, if you sign up for this, you know what I mean? We'll do right by you. By you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. Right? 
So right. yeah, yeah, either way, fine. we we in, we really enjoyed the movie. You know, it could it's be fine. one of the greats, but there's some things that just hold us back a little bit. Yeah, but it is fantastic. It's probably one of their best standalone movies, like like of a of an MCU character. If this is all you're gonna get, fantastic. Yeah, if you were if you were to rank it, if I had to rank it now, it'd be somewhere in the middle of it all. You know what I mean? Like wherever you rank, uh, uh, maybe Ultron. Wherever you rank, uh, what do you call it? Start Strange, this is where that movie would be. I know it's better than Iron Man 2. I know it's better than Captain Marvel. I know it's better than Incredible Hulk. But it's somewhere in the middle somewhere. Yeah, upper middle. Upper middle. And then if I was really generous, probably a lower top. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. And you can find me on Twitter as well, J-I-A-M-N-G-L-O-U. Music has been provided by the White Axis. Contact info, ways to support us, and everything else can be found on whowhatwhereswhy.com as well as the show notes. Before we go, Jamming, how about the recommendation for the listeners? Uh, real quick, actually, because we didn't mention it last week, but uh, Richard Donner passed away. Mm. Great American film director. So I would recommend watching a Richard uh, Donner movie. You can watch Superman, Goonies, uh, maybe stay away from a lethal weapon because, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Mel Gibson's a Mel Gibson dick is a, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But... I mean, it's so hard to avoid Lethal Weapon because it's actually one of my favorite action movies uh, franchise of all time. But anyway, watch a Richard Donner movie. He's you know, rest in peace to a legend. Yeah, he he is one of those 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 directors that people only think of. Uh, they only think of Superman, right? But he's done yeah. so many things. He did he did The Omen. You know, mm-hmm. he did Scrooge. What Scrooge? Scrooge? I was about to say Scrooge is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, he he did Tales from the Crypt stuff. You know, Twilight Zone stuff. You know, he mm-hmm. is. He did the. Yeah, I, I don't know if I knew this, but he did the famous William Shatner does a gremlin on the on the airplane episode of Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he's a very influential guy. People should, yeah. plus he he also did he also did comic books, you know. Yeah. So so there's that. Yeah. All right. Rest in peace to a legend. Yeah. Yeah. Watch for sure. All right. This was episode 464 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst Why Network. And Albert's supposed to mention. By the way, only two episodes this week. I'm giving myself uh, a day off of one more episode because it's my birthday week. So I'm going to give myself that at least. So yeah, just these two episodes. uh, The WhatsApp episode from yesterday and this Black Widow episode. We shall see you next week.